The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, superfly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Wait, say that again? Do you remember Cuba Gooding Jr. in radio? I think Ed Harris was in it. Radio? Where he played the redacted kid. Oh, uh, yeah. <gasps> That didn't go that well. It didn't go well. I mean... I remember that. That was, that, that was post... Jerry Maguire. Yeah, that's after he won the Oscar. He thought he can go full redacted, and <laughs> he can't. You know, nobody can anymore. I don't remember what happens in that movie, but I'm guessing he inspires a town. No, he inspired the world. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't know if he inspired the world. Um, it was not a great performance, oh, I'm I, just going to say. I'm just wondering why this is coming I up. have, Dude, if you knew what was going on in my brain at any given second... It's not okay. Yeah. We're not okay. We're not okay people. Right? We just talked about the rapture and who we would go. And we were not fucking around. We were literally talking about the rapture. But, and then we said, based on everybody we know in this town, how many bodies we get lifted into the bright light? (laughs) Like four. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Because even the diddlers over at the churches... And there are diddlers at the. There's one guy that's currently on probation for diddling. For diddling, and he still works at the at the fucking church right across the street from my place. Jesus, dude! And what I only the know church this across the street from your place. This is a public service announcement. I think it's about ba- it's the Baptist church. Oh, okay. The one yeah. on Eleventh. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, third. yeah, yeah. Yep. That guy got popped on probation. I know this because I have an inside source, dude. and still working. Wow. Yeah. He's not going up in the rapture, is he? Even though he works at a church? Here's a question. Are any Catholics? Why do <laughs> clergy people... Cler- clergymen. Clergymen. Let's we'll be say honest. It. Let's say it. Let's be honest. Why do clergymen not get canceled for anything? Like, they are allowed to... They do, though. ...be they, horrible. Yeah, but they do get canceled. They okay. just get canceled in one town and move to another one. And then so off the, and running. The archdiocese goes. Which, by hey, the way, fresh meat. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> new bodies, new hotties. Um, <laughs> um, child abuse is not funny, everybody. Uh, but, but we, we could laugh about <laughs> it. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> um, and if you're a child of bad things happen to you, I'm sorry. Uh, but I, I think I have a recessed memory. Oh god. I've been thinking that lately. Really? Like for the last like probably two years. I so, think something happened, but I'm not sure. So you could do like ketamine theory uh therapies. I'm doing ketamine right now. I, oh good. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a great podcast. This week's so good, dude. I'm on mushrooms. 
So are we going to link up in the dimension? You're in a K-hole. <laughs> I have a K-hole. Uh, God willing, if we have a special guest later. <laughs> we have a special guest coming later. He'll be on something. He's going to stink of Pico de Gallo and, and, and fucking DMT. And DMT. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if he was just full-fledged DMD trip when he wa- DMT trip when he walks in. Here's the thing about DMT. And you can't do much. My experience with it is pretty limited. I've, Did you just do the drug and not like I've ayahuasca? never done ayahuasca uh, either. I are you? I'm scared. Like I want to do it, but I'm oh. kind of scared, dude. Ayahuasca, you should be terrified. From well, what I understand, you have a shaman. You have days. You're but gonna dude. shit your pants and throw up for oh, yeah. a day in front of people and, and whatever the whole thing. Yeah, but you're sweaty and weird, and, and it's like five hours that you're just. It's days. Just you. Pooping. You like you like prep for a full day like you fast or something and yeah. you get prepared and you do like ceremonial meditation this is when you do it via like when you go into the Amazon and do ayahuasca sure. shit I'm not saying ripping a line of DMT at your friend's house on a Thursday right that's a different DMT so I've, I've smoked DMT okay and I How mean honestly the ex- whole experience when you do it that way is like 10 minutes well funny story there is a guy in town I won't say his name but he's a famous drunk okay that um, I'm not gonna say who his significant other is right now we have a few of those it's uncomfortable and gross Uh, but he is known to haunt a specific larger restaurant group company and he goes to all the different restaurant group places okay Okay, haven't said a lot, right? No, nope. I haven't said a lot. Um, and he has a story that he loves to tell because I've heard it six times because he has um, excessive alcoholism, and that tends to make you tell the same story over and over again. It's weird. It's just what he's he's wet. His brain's wet. Yeah, he's got wet brain. Yep. Um, and um, proceeds to tell how he did a trip one time. But it lasted, like, in his brain, he experienced, like, 30 years. Oh, well, yeah. And I, I've heard that before. That's not my first time hearing where you've lived a life in a trip. Right. Which is terrifying to me. The first time I did DMT, literally, I don't think I did enough. I don't think I got past the, the gate the visuals, you, yeah. Did I, you see the well, geometric patterns? No, and all yeah. That? You see like the kaleidoscopy, like that's just gonna happen, right? <clears throat> you didn't talk to the but, little green guys, but like I could like fill other people in the room with me. I could fill, you know what I mean? Right, right. You I weren't probably, there. No, the second time I think I got much closer to that. But you did you talk to the no, alien guys? No, no. okay, because that's like no. a universal. I was just Common frying a nut for fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't have... But, a, like, I could not have... If I had to go to the bathroom during that 15 minutes... It would have happened. I would have pooped on myself. Right. That just, I just would not have been able to move. And you probably would have been okay with it. But it was 15 minutes. But in your head, did it last 15 minutes? Oh, no. It felt much longer. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like... yeah. Yeah, it's one of those drugs where, like, I've like done... You, you come out of it in the same Kaya song as playing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that could have been three days. <laughs> Let's be point. honest. You've heard Kaya's. Good point. Um, but, um, no, drugs are fine. Responsibly. 
drugs are fine. Drugs are fine. Okay. Responsibly. And there are some drugs. We will probably delve into this a little bit. This MDMA. Are, there's some ketamine. Some drugs that yeah. have shown Psilocybin. a lot of promise. For people being treated with PTSD and yep. addiction. Uh, we'll get into that. We're actually going to get like grown-up-y. In the body. We're not going to get that. But before that, we're going to talk about Hunter Biden's big fat cock. Yeah, what is happening? Um, We are at a point in American history (laughs) where where Congress people, like when we were growing up, you'd say, oh, he was a congressman. And you thought, I probably has a mistress and cheated on his taxes. And I expect that of all politicians. Um, But what I don't expect is showing dick pics. On C-SPAN. Yeah. I don't expect that. On the floor of Congress. On the floor of Congress. And and but, and but getting lauded by her... Um, well, no, she got kicked out of the Freedom Caucus. She got caucus. kicked out of the caucus. The yeah. crazy crew. Yeah. Yeah, the crazy crew don't like her no more. <laughs> the cuckoo birds. The cuckoo birds. And they are pro-desanctimonious. Uh, they now. are. Yeah. They are. And Well, she is, and they're still fucking 100% on board with the, the leader, dude. Oh, the, yeah. the, the leader, the oh, true yeah, leader. For sure. Um, the true winner of the 2020 election, from what I understand. Oh, I've heard. If you read Breitbart and listen to Daily Wire. I don't. I, it, you shouldn't. Um, and listen to the, and watch and uh, read the Babylon Bee, which is the right's answer to the onion. Yeah. Which, by the way, <clears throat> if anybody wants to call, text, email, tweet, Insta, a funny Republican... I'd love to hear it. Um, yeah. I've yet to hear funny right-wing comedy. I just, I've not heard it yet. Maybe there's some savant out there. I laugh at James Woods a lot. Well, you laugh at him. Yeah. I laugh at Jim Brewer. Yeah. He's an insufferable piece of shit. I know. So I laugh at him. I know. His comedy's not good. There's a lot of... Former semi-heroes of mine. Right? Um, that I'm a little what? put off by. We, we, are in, we are in a new generation of people, a, a time when you have all these artists that you really respected, that really were like, felt were very edgy and spoke common speak yeah. and could speak to the layman and really, and I'll, I'll bring up one example, which is the easiest example is like a Joe Rogan yeah. who early on, I listened to his podcast. It was a bunch of hot dudes that were high laughing. Yeah. And that felt like me and my friends. We all did. Right. And then you move into conspiracy theory and immigration and student loan debt. And it, it, we were just talking about Segura. Yeah. Segura's, Right on the precipice of going into right-wing land. He's right there. And I guarantee you, give him a year. Watch. I don't even think it's right-wing anymore. But isn't it, though? When you're anti-public service? But you know how movements begin. And it begins with these guys. It's money. I mean, dude, Teddy Roosevelt was a movement, right? It just so happens he was cool. You know what I mean? Unless you were Mexican. (laughs) But like, or Spanish. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Spanish war. Um, But no, what I'm saying is... Did I say Mexican? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or as another wonderful grifter that we know, Brenda Schaub says, Mexican. Mexican? With two S's. Huh. Yeah. That's the wrong... You want to hear a great bit? It's the wrong way to say it. Want to hear a great bit? No. So he's married to a Latina. Okay. He has mixed race kids, right? Latin and white kids. 
Uh, great bit. Very informative bit where he goes, um, my wife made some Mexican cookies or Mexican cookies. Mexican. Okay. And um, I was like, what the hell is this? What the fuck is this? What's a Mexican cookie? Is that when you like take a cookie and put salsa on it? And I'm going to just let that breathe. He said that? That's in a special. Or or when I say special, I mean helmet. Yeah. Not gold star. Um, We're in a world of people that are making a lot of money and abandon public service and social programs and caring about other people. I agree. That's it. I agree. They're cool people. And then they turn into these big... Russell Brand. No, he's horrible. He's I mean, a grifter. Now, I never thought he was that cool. But yeah, like, but but um, at least it felt like he was connected to something. Like, he's not a dumb guy. I mean, he might be a flighty, weird, flaky, British, hippie, whatever. But, like, he is clearly in the right now. Like, no question. I'm not going to abandon anyone because they're conservative or they're a Scientologist or... They're Roman Catholic. Just or, because you you live at the altar of Tom Cruise. I, I get, okay, first of all, <laughs> Mission Impossible 20 is amazing. It's so good. I liked 19 and a half better uh, than 20. Well, this is 20 and a half. Oh, whatever. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm really trying to be cognizant of like, like, I can still watch most Woody Allen movies. Knowing he's a... Pino. Knowing that he's a complete, except for Manhattan. He's a pederast. I cannot watch Manhattan. Well, because it deals because with. Because he was a fucking pederast in he's the movie. He's a pederast. And we thought it was I mean, so smart and so romantic. And so romantic. And so, well, listen. And we did. Listen. I, she was just 17. Mm. Do you know what oh. I mean? Oh, no. There's songs. It, this is part of our zeitgeist. I'm never going to abandon Kip Winger. Um, Ever. <laughs> She's only 17. Um, but this was part of our zeitgeist for decades, and of it was course. okay, and it was almost wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. And um, uh, without realizing that you're destroying children's lives. I mean, literally, that's what you're doing. Yes. That's good on us for recognizing that <laughs> abusing children is bad. I don't know. I, I know. Um, we did. We woke up. We, we got w- woke. Ooh, woke mind virus. We woke up Bobby, and realized that child abuse did you, is actually bad. Did you contract the woke mind virus? I have a Because according to I, DeSantis, this is like a real virus. I know, I know. Yeah. Well, you and I were discussing science on the way over. And, and our love of it. And our appreciation. Appreciation of for it. For people who dedicate their lives to a singular study. And when you're given two options, <laughs> lean, maybe lean towards the one that's been researched and has been peer reviewed and has <laughs> actual facts behind it. I lean towards science. We've entrusted our entire existence as the human race upon knowledgeable people, people that are going to lead you. And those leaders, by virtue of disease and climate are scientists and doctors not all doctors are 100% right because they're fallible they're human and not all scientists are 100% right but what they do do is they don't hear a single piece of information and form a decision on it what they do do is take pieces of information study it 
peer review it, experiment on it, make sure that it is nearly infallible because nothing is. Right. And then they go, then they then they publish a paper. It's not, you know, Donald Trump doing a troth essential and spewing something he heard from another guy in a hallway. Right. It's like science and medicine is they, they take that shit seriously. If you ever met a scientist, they're not really haha about their work. No. They're they very, very serious, serious about their work. And I want people deciding my future to be extremely serious about well, their work. And beyond that, every once in a while, some prick is going to show up and discover the atom. And that's going to change everything. Everything. About what you thought. About that. everything. Before. We didn't, we didn't know what bacteria or viruses were 100 years ago. Well, 100%. maybe 150. Yeah. But, but that was... Um, if you got sick, you were possessed or you were a bad person. Yeah, we'd shove a hot poker up your ass and hope for the best. I mean, you may still do that on the weekends. You know. Just for S's and G's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just a little pokey in the tushy. We don't treat the clap with a Bible <laughs> anymore. <laughs> they just slam your dick but in Deuteronomy. But here's the thing about scientists. They all want to be that guy that or discovers girl. something. Or what have you. Not all scientists. I think that's incorrect. There are a lot of research people that are maybe, perfectly maybe that's happy a, contributing to a, sure. a, a, a new hypothesis. Don't you think or, that everyone wants to be the best in their field, well, though, I think on that, some level? That, that, and discover the atom. We did too, Bobby. You know I mean? That's your 20s and 30s. And then you get into your 40s and 50s. Oh, no. I just want to show up. You just want to... You know what? You want to show up and perform... And be respected. I'm the guy that makes the best coffee in the building, and maybe I run the fantasy football team. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's but what that's, I do. That ha- that's a utility. Uh, no. No, I'm important. That's a utility. The we're office not, can't run without you. We're not firing fantasy football. No, we're not firing. Do you know what he does? They're like, no. He like, holds all the money. He does the fantasy football. That dude, once a month, <laughs> cleans out the fridge, and nobody knows about it. Exactly. You see what I mean? Indispensable. You're a utilitarian. I love it. Um, uh, another thing. Another, oh, sorry. No, you got a thing. No, no, no. I, you, uh, I got two things to talk uh, about, and I have to. Bring it. Are you sure? I wanna, oh, dude. What, this is the whiskey real. 80% of Arizona and probably Texas and probably, what else? New Mexico, yeah. let's say. That's like the big sun belt. Yeah. 80%. Of the state is over 105 degrees. Oh, that's. Think about that. And that's. Now, listen. Coming. Good job, Bobby. (laughs) Man down. Man down. Coming from LA. Damn it. LA. Coming from LA, 105 degrees, which we would hit occasionally as a kid, was really not great. But what we did have was this beautiful thing called the Pacific Ocean right next to us that provided some comfort, some humidity too. It wasn't just dry desert fuckery. So once in a while it would top that and you would just stay in the shade, stay indoors, AC, you know, just regulate. Um, I don't understand how people living and I think right. You said today Phoenix was 118. I think so. Um, yeah. How, I don't understand how a society... It would be like living in negative 30. It's the same extreme. Yeah. Where it makes it impossible to do daily 
life. Sure. You can't be outside no. for an extended period of time, no. even in the shade. No. What is it? A hundred in the shade? Hundred one in the shade or some yeah. shit? I don't. Yeah. No breeze. No breeze. <gasps> Air doesn't. No move. humidity. None. So the, zero. Literally, your body is turning into beef jerky. You're being cured. Yeah. As you are outside. You're a fig. You're a fig. <laughs> That reminds me of a Steven Crowder shirt uh, oh. that he put out. There's merchandise from this piece of shit who's abusive to his wife. He says, "What? It, what is it? Um, I'm no." And it says F apostrophe or F amp. Um, what's it called? Asterisk G. Oh, okay. And he goes, "No, he j- I, I just mean I'm no fig." Oh, and okay. I hate that guy. Well, everybody does. His wife does. Yeah. His kids yeah. are going to hate him too. Yeah. As definitely. he should, because he exposes his genitals to people he works with, and he's abusive. Um, and right. he also is a multimillionaire. You got so, one more point. One more point, uh, guys. I, I, we haven't talked the big orange leader in a minute on purpose. We've I been, know there was a burnout. We've been and, detracting, and and which is great. And I don't focus on him as much as I used to. Let's just say that. However, recently, along with his initial indictment, he is within the next two weeks going to be indicted in Georgia, yep. and indicted for January six. Uh, Jack Smith and uh, Fonnie Willis, who is the DA of uh, Georgia, is, are they're kind of coordinating to see who wants to release what at one point. They're professionals. They're both prosecutors, so of course they're going to talk to each other. Um, did you hear what they're going to do in Georgia with him? No. This is what's amazing, and I'm going to do a fifty cent quote. Oh, bring after it. I bring this. So for January six, it's pretty obvious what they're going to do. It's a conspiracy, commit a crime, yep. um, inclusion in the crime. There, there, there's a litany of charges. In Georgia, which I didn't even see this coming, Funny Willis is going out of Adam with a Rico case. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I didn't see that. If you know Fifty Cent, yep. and I do, <laughs> I've heard him quoted as saying, "Bring me up on a murder charge, never bring me up on a Rico case." Definitely, because if you go Rico, yep, it's undeniable facts and and what a rico is it's basically it's a it's a what's it called uh well rico is most commonly known with organized crime it's it's um a conspiracy organization i yeah. forget what the r and the i is so it doesn't really matter what it what matters is there's specific criteria that needs to be met bobby's looking it up right now there's specific criteria that needs to be met for a rico case and it's a, a planned crime with two parties. Right. They have three dozen parties. So it's racketeering. Racketeering, intimidation. Racketeer, influence, influence corrupt, corrupt organization. They have them on. If if Fonnie Willis is going through, which she is with the Rico case. Yeah. He, and I've said it all along, man. I, I know it's been a lot of people going like, I don't know. He's never going to. If he goes down for a Rico charge. It's bad. That Bad. motherfucker is done. The only thing worse than Rico is taxes. Because they're getting their fucking blood. Because they're getting it. They're period. getting their blood. But why I say this is that shit's been in grand jury for a week. 
already. Yeah, and he lost a big appeal this week. Dude, that guy's taken... He's not won an appeal in two years. I know. Every single file that he puts forth before the court gets rejected or denied. Every single one. Every single one. Every single one. Uh, I mean, that's going back to the fight the vote, fucking fight the fucking election shit where he went in for 66, uh, you know, fucking cases and yeah. lost 65 of them. And the one that he won, he actually, they found more votes for Biden. Yeah. So um, <laughs> great work. We're going to be so tired of winning. We're just going to be winning. Um, and there's the, the, the weird part about it is there's still people following this ethos. There's still, uh, this is still the majority of the Republican party. Um, and if it isn't, I haven't heard them say otherwise, so maybe they're just not talking. But everybody's still uh, bowing to the leader, and he's going to lose in the most amazing fashion. Um, he will. Yeah. He will. And I'm not saying don't go. everybody's got to go vote. Don't vote third party. Don't buy the bullshit. RFK is a kook. Um, oh, maybe a, next week we'll spend a whole segment on it. He guy. is. To be in the lineage what of the, the Kennedys, fuck? and what don't get me wrong, fuck? the Kennedys have a lot of gross in their history. Yes. I'm not a, I'm not a stan of the Kennedys. No, but we to, all know what happened at Chappaquiddick. And that was Teddy boy. That was, but, Teddy. um, but to think Robert and, uh, John F. Kennedy did not, uh, want good things or do good things outside of their infidelity or their, um, you would be a fool. Yeah. Um, of course. You know, MLK did some weird shit in his personal life too. Absolutely. But, um, he did a lot of good, um, and I think that outweighs the indiscretions in your marriage or whatever might have happened. Um, yeah, I'm talking to you, MTG and Bobert. Well, okay, we're 26 minutes in. Sorry. We got to say who we are. I'm just waiting for Denny. It's Sorry. happening. We All have right. to introduce. Oh, th- you do it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Hey, look at this. Is he behind me? Right. He's right behind you. Don't <laughs> turn around. He's eating a burrito. Oh, well, then let him eat his burrito. Come on in, ah! buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, coming into the studio. You smell like puke of the guy Special appearance. Yeah, I'm so happy. I, I know you are. You guys know this guy. You love him. Just ripping dicks, brother. In here, fellas. I don't know. What are you doing? Oh, I just spilled whiskey all over that. Liquid. So, There's yeah, just... now your butthole is going to smell like whiskey and your wife's going to be so happy. It's just happening. <laughs> Somebody's going to get a whiskey butthole later. It's already. Happened. I think that's. <laughs> hey. Uh, a very special guest has entered the arena. Do you want to take a break or do you want to do intros now? No, let's do out? an intro real quick. Right. Um, so, he's here. So, let's just say. You who intro we are. Denny. Well, first of all, if you guys listen to Judgment Day, you know him and you love him. We talk movies a lot, and he's an idiot, but he is a friend of the Whiskey Reel. He's been on two or three different occasions. Yeah, ish. Something like that. Um, Mr. Sir Dennis Wetmore. Hello. I, I, oh, my God. <laughs> Gonna yeah, kill just me. pull the mic to you. Jesus Christ. It I moves. Have, I don't have to. It's... There's a Tom Hanks bit. I don't know if you remember. Uh, oh, yes. When he's on, uh, doing, on Jeopardy. Yeah, on Jeopardy like, when he's like, yes, hi. I, I know. And I think your mic's acting a little weird. So we are going to introduce my good buddy. Yeah. My everything bagel. Hi. He's the general manager of my heart. Oh, yeah. buddy. Sir Antonio Branderas. 
is on the mic. Wonderful. Thank you, sir. Um, we're going to make it short and sweet because uh, Denny is here and he is smashing a burrito. He's smashing a burrito. So we're going to allow this man because he had a fucking sick workout. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sitting across from me is um, he's... The, he's everybody's Bobby. I'm everybody's bagel. He's everybody's Bobby. When you say Bobby in Durango, yeah. there's kind of one. They know it. But you were. Meanwhile, there's 87 errands. So yeah. you have to say other words to yeah. say words. But um, this is the Bobby. He's the Bobbiest of all the Bobbies, from what I've heard. I have neither can confirm nor The deny. singularity. He's the singularity, Bobby. Uh, He's a fun guy. His body is falling apart a la oh, fucking Christ. Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> hey, he has see, he's bursting out the seams. His arms like dislocated. He can't feel his finger. I know. He has a limp. Um, he has multiple uh, malignant carcinomas. Uh, he is just dissolving in front of me. It's a mess. But you know what he can do? Talk shit. This is my friend, Bobbeth Van Noyes of the Tallahassee Van Noises. Guys, it's so good to have Denny here. We're going to get him logged in and ready to roll and let him finish this. He's going to log out, this brother. Huge, it looks like a veggie burrito, even. What no, is it? It's a. It's from. It's from Zia. It, it, oh, okay. It, it's, it, a, it's, it's a baby burrito. It's a baby um, burrito. Let's switch it to more of a NPR vibe. <laughs> uh, we talk about my burrito. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do pinto beans and lime cilantro rice, Yucatan chicken, uh, lettuce. To That's burrito, solid. Lettuce. Ooh, That's solid. That's solid. The Yucatan's Avocado. always solid. I like yeah, where you're it's, at. Uh, uh, it's yeah, fire. It's the best burrito that there is. It's. I mean. It's okay. obviously you not, can, but but that's fine. The king, you just but did you continue to miss? Did you do the habanero? Uh, I did not do. The oh habanero. god, fuck! Don't talk into that. Side of so the I mic. know he's so weird. <laughs> You're talking into he's the wrong. He's talking side of the underneath the mic, up <laughs> yeah. into the mic, up into it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why. It's, <laughs> it's a weird instinct. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, Octon Baby had some good joints on it. I thought so. Um, yeah, I liked you two as well. But until they forced an album, they forced an album upon us, and I think everybody kind of oh, the on the fucking Apple thing. Yeah, I still Apple. remember that, that happened dude. to me. Yeah, you buy a phone and you have an album, and like I can't erase it. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, requirement of the phone. Just weird. It was a weird. I don't like it. Oh and God. I remember somebody else, fucking Coldplay, man. Like one of their last albums. Gross. They fucking did. It was like this crazy security <gasps> thing where you couldn't like listen to it in but your fucking computer he anymore. he named his daughter Apple. Oh. oh. Get it? Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Just saying. With you, tie the, you tie the knots together. Gwyneth Paltrow. Is the most objectionable human being. Yeah, she think that we have. She seems like she sucks. Oh, I bet no. she sucks. We dude. lost her. To the yeah, league. she's 
bad. No, she's Dang it. making fucking vagina scented candles and oh. she's on some wow. other shit. She's what, kind of gotten onto wait, like a that, cult leader. Wait, what's that website? What's that? Uh, it's called like Schmoop. Oh man, and I, uh, I forget the vagina, the name. Vagina scented candle on there. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, but whose vagina? I don't. I don't care. Is it her? <laughs> I just need to smell one. I just. <laughs> I don't care. Don't. I just forgot about vaginas. It's, <laughs> oh, God, boy. it's just. <laughs> oh, we have fun, don't it's, we? It's just we a forty-year-old in rehab. You know, <laughs> it's just. Some random person, you yeah. know, they just took a swab of that and broke it down oh, chemically. God, that's horrible. Threw it in a, what's that called? The, this the, one's called UTI. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Ooh, I love Udi. Okay. What's this, this smell? Called, it's called Udi. This one's called Day 10. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are testing me on this, and I'm still I'm still in, but just barely. Dude, Denny is so in. I He's so in. Are. Bobby, do you want to talk about... That magical, magical person that is here on the program right now? Um, no. Okay. Because perfect. what we're going to mo- do... Moving this, on. At this time in the episode, <laughs> this is normally when we talk about a little booze. Oh, we let's talk about the booze. are called the Whiskey Rill. Mm-hmm. Henceforth, we, we drink whiskey. <sighs> whiskey. Um, I think we've done this on the program before, but it's been a good while. We did this a year and a half to two years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, we like to revisit stuff sometimes. And look, it's not because there isn't new whiskey available. It's just because everybody is so far up their own ass about how expensive their whiskey should be, mm. especially when it's a one-off or it's a newbie or it's a new booty on the whiskey scene. When you just drop an $80 bottle on people... Um, I need a little bit more fucking, you know, I, I need some pre-work done on yeah. this before I just drop ducats on You need Ryan 80. Reynolds to tell you. I need Ryan Reynolds. I need Deadpool to tell me what I should drink. Yeah. Aviation okay. gin. Oh. Best yeah. gin on the market. <laughs> I don't know. Not, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> it's not a sponsor. Knowing, knowing Denny as well as I do, I know that re- he would do anything that Ryan Reynolds told him to do. That's very true. There's a lot of love there. Go Wrexham. Oh, man. Go Wrexham. Fucking Ryan Reynolds and his, like, doppelganger fucking Mac from Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, yeah. McElhenney? McElhenney. Yeah, those two fucking dudes, man. Like, when he the Always Sunny episode where he does the dance in the rain. I don't know if you've seen that episode. I haven't seen that. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And he looks so goddamn good in it. Like, I'm like, fucking... God damn it. McElhenney. Dude, that guy... I mean, when he shreds, he shreds, dude. I'm just remarkable. I mean... It it was funny on the show that they made that kind of a... then, Then why did I do this? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 we don't know we don't know yeah we don't funny. know um what did you think about the monkey shoulder dude, more that is very very good i'm trying to get a better appreciation for appreciation you said appreciation i'm already becoming drunk fellers. I, love I love it uh for scotches you're yeah. burrito drunk i'm burrito dude it's that's very true <laughs> I had maybe one edible. On the okay, way maybe one. Uh, it's fucking lovely. It's I, I I get immediate need when I'm tasting it. And oh, I see that honey. Nice. Yeah, honey. Just yeah. the kind of. It's great and uh, very approachable. It's not 
smoky. Like a lot of scotches, I think, can just be like a little... peaty, like too earthy. Yeah, too... yeah, yeah. And they're going after the sweet in this one, and I'm fucking digging it. Cool, I That's like good. it. Well, it's a blended, and a lot of Scotch assholes think anything blended is dog shit, and wow. <laughs> they could not be more wrong. Uh, some of the best whiskeys in the world are blended. In my opinion, not a big Scotch guy. Blake's not here. He would be the Scotch guy to ask. Blake does like Scotch. Um, but like anything in life, you tend to want to go more aggressive as you get into it. Like beer drinkers start off with natural light and they end up with an imperial IPA. Yeah. And now they can't drink anything but that. Right. Scotch guys are kind of the same thing. Um, and whiskey guys. They go from a really really easy approachable whiskey into like a hundred percent rye, 120% ABV. They like, everybody tends to gravitate towards the most extreme. Um, Monkey shoulder is like the best training wheels scotch ever made. I agree. Like if you want to, like if uh, 18, if you talk to 18 year old Aaron and went, I want you to, even though it was illegal, <laughs> not to talk to him. We can still talk to talk to eighteen year old Aaron, I'm right? right here. Hi, eighteen year old Aaron. Hi, forty one year old Denny. How are you? <laughs> My goodness, why are you doing so many squats, young man? Why are you so old? Oh, I'm not old in in all of the ways that you might think. Let's work on your form. Yeah, come here. Let me show <laughs> you. Let me show you how to do it. Let me get squat. behind you and show you how to squat. No, you get behind me first. Oh. Uh, just this follow, is a just follow my just body. Follow just my follow, body. My body. follow my body all the way down. Yep, yep. given um, all the nooks and crannies. <laughs> find out all the musculature. Eighteen-year-old <laughs> Aaron oh, wow. post Denny workout. Oh, that escalated, would, fellas. Would, would, have, uh, would have been happy to try this only because this is the least scotchiest scotch on the market. Yeah. There there is a there is a an American whiskey th- attack in mid palate and it finishes scotch. It's really easy to start to wrap your head around why scotch whiskey is different from American whiskey. This is a perfect bridge. Yeah. It always has been. That's why I've lo- I've loved this. It's affordable. It's 39 bucks. Well, I mean way. peasants will pay $40. Right. We don't pay that. No. But oh. you will. Oh sure, they get oh, oh listeners. They're they're they've got big wagon wheel money, <laughs> big wagon. Big, wheel we got money, we, we got wagon bucks. Wagon we, bucks. <laughs> Damn, you guys have made it. I don't know. <laughs> Top of the mountain. We get free firewood. Um, yeah, that's the, we get paid in cords of fire. <laughs> uh, we are. Poor yeah, and we are unsightly. Poor. Yeah. Um, but what we do know is that <laughs> this is wonderful. We are f- super fringe. Uh, this is a great fun. blended scotch. It is kind of known throughout the bartending world as being uh, kind of a crowd pleaser, crowd favorite. Most people that like Monkey Shoulder are people that have worked in booze. They get it because they understand how... Uh, pliable and versatile it is yeah. as a liquor, right? I would say this as a bartender, and if you're a bartender listening to this, this is a nice little trick. If you have this on your shelf, and someone come in, comes in and orders a Doers, oh. immediately it's like, I got Doers. 
But let me let me let me try you out on a monkey shoulder. And if you don't like it, I'll pay for it. Uh, exactly that kind of thing. And yeah. you'll upsell them a couple of bucks a shot. Yeah. And because this is doers for smart people. <laughs> <laughs> It's doers for smart people. Because <laughs> if you drink doers, you're dumb. No, I no, don't want to. You know what I'm saying. No, that's what I was saying. Nobody has well scotch anymore. Um, No, scotch is more just a back bar. But it kinda... used to be well scotch. Yeah. Like you used to have all your wells in your speed well, right? Yeah. And now nobody, well there's scotch, no such no. thing as well scotch anymore. Because nobody fucking orders it. No. Because a lot of it tastes like pure evil dog shit yeah yep yeah we're not scotch guys yeah mm. it's funny how i agree with you aaron and i don't normally agree with you, you I, like it, I it's, clearly it's flexible know. right yeah it, and it's, it's it's very much the same way that it would be when i spoke with 18 year old aaron yeah Hi, um, um, I'm back. About the flexibility. Flexible. I'm yeah. very flexible. I'm bad. Loose hips. I'm bad. Well, I don't know why I'm 12 year old there. Hi, different conversation. Different conversation. Different conversation. Different conversation. It would be like, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we become teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah. Instantly. Have you heard my band? <laughs> what do you sound like? We're a cross between like orchestral music. <laughs> And tool, and yeah. I've heard your band, but yeah. that's actually pretty. Accurate. That's pretty Denver somehow, and it works. <laughs> and, yeah. and I don't know why, but kind of Sarah McLaughlin meets Tool. We're gonna be hanging out at the Viper Room. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, like long oh, songs, you're playing like, the Viper Room. Yeah, I'm gonna no, go, just gonna be hanging out. Just hanging out. We're gonna <laughs> go gonna watch. Hanging out. We're gonna watch fucking River Phoenix die later. <laughs> if you want to join us, wow. Okay, sorry. We had to put up that night. Sorry. That'd be such a good story. No, I wasn't that night. that night. I was there like a week later. Dennis Rodman was there, and that's a whole different story. I always forget you're from fucking like in the Lala. Thicket LA. The Lala? Yeah. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. I'm from Allah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're tickling me tonight, Aaron. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I fun. will later. California. You got a whiskey. You got a whiskey butthole. That's very true. Is that what that was? That's why I got drunk so fast. I forgot about that. Oh man, so good to have Denny here. I cannot. He's so good. I cannot come up with a way to segue into into what we're mental health. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, River Phoenix. River (laughs) notoriously have poor mental health. Speaking of River Phoenix, (laughs) killed himself. Oh so, my god. Denny does Damn. does he know what we're about to talk about? Yeah, we we discussed okay, it a little yeah. bit and and actually okay. Denny and I have talked about this at length. Yeah. In yeah. some regards. Um but no, we wanted to talk about and we'll do it in a cute way. But like <laughs> it's going to be like fucking awesome. Dude. Of course. If you guys listened to last week's episode, you remember we kind of got off on this little mental health tangent because Yeah. Uh, Aaron confronted me <laughs> with some, like, thankfully confronted me with some stuff, and it made me think about where am I at mm. with my mental health? Poor. Mm. That would the, be the answer. That's the word I came up with. <laughs> <Okay. But> like, <laughs> that's like your password strength. <laughs> poor, poor, poor. So your password is Bobby Noise six 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 nine. Yeah, it's gonna be six nine for sure. Yeah, it's six nine. Yeah, it's just Bobby sad one two three. <laughs> one two three. 
Oh. That's going to be my nude password. Because <laughs> like, nobody would guess it. Okay. Um, anywho. Well, you brought something up earlier, and I want you to lead the charge on this a little bit, because we wanted to discuss where there was a point in time in America where mental health took a huge turn for the worse. Yeah, man. And um, that was, oddly enough, the 80s. Yeah, dude, the 80s <laughs> fucked some shit up, dog. Um, yeah, but I remember being in California, being in the 80s, uh, as, a, as a young, young whelp, and having my uncle... Uh, be uh, committed to an asylum, basically. There was this one place called Camarillo, which is real famous in LA for being like, that was the Bellevue of California, was Camarillo. And it was like middle central coast. I don't get either of those. What is the the Bellevue of California? You know Bellevue Hospital in New York? Like, that was like the famous where the quote-unquote crazies go is Bellevue. Oh, Bellevue. Oh, like a mental... Yeah. Like a a mental facility. Yeah, it's an asylum. Okay, Like, literally, it was an asylum. Okay, thank you. my uncle, who had a lot of troubles and shit, was there, and um, without going too dark or too deep, like, died there. And Mm -hmm. uh, my dad... Subsequently, like ten years later, was is was a veteran of the Vietnam War and sought help through the VA and yada yada yada. So mental health was always sort of a an issue with my family, and I distinctly remember a time growing up as a child, like going to Santa Monica, um, which is a famous, obviously, place in California. Going to Venice famous place in California. These are all uh, seaside towns that have an incredibly (laughs) deep history of money. So it's not like you can just hang out there and be an indigent person there. You know, like you can't just hang out in Santa Monica. It's, it would be untowards to do that. Basically like Um, you can't like look homeless or, or like you can't right. look out of the now, ordinary. Now, there's always home, there were, and I always mention it because even back in the like Mayberry days, huh. there was always like Jethro the Hobo. Sure. There was always the one guy in your town. Every town you allow city. one. You got one you guy one. that just wasn't right. And he used yeah. to drink all the time and most of the time was fairly harmless. He was just doing his thing, right? Yeah. Um, but it Mr. was, there was long beard, stinky pants. I believe that was his Christian name. Yeah, um, yeah. he changed here it. in town. His name. He, his name was Johnny. And he everybody knew Johnny. <laughs> he everybody knows Johnny. Yeah, everybody he had does. Gloves. He's our guy. Um, he had like leather gloves, and you, hey, hey, guys. Yeah, hey. and everybody <laughs> knew him. Make balloon animals. No, he never made balloon. That's animals. just for me. Mostly, he just kind of walked around. He and, just did that for me. Oh, he did that for you. Oh, I. Oh, was that wrong? I mean, I would, I would just be super impressed. I would love <laughs> I would to see have seen Johnny. Impressed. Yeah, I just would have loved to have seen that. <laughs> that didn't happen. So, <laughs> back in the 80s, being a kid, uh, there was the best president who ever lived. I think we could all agree. Ronald Reagan. We all agree. Sure. So, who, we all. <laughs> who wasn't senile six years of his no, presidency. definitely not. Was definitely not no. senile. Um, he, uh, in California, made it so that people that needed mental health care could not no longer receive it. Long story short, without getting too into the quagmire. And it was a definitive change to the mental health system in America. They took this as a template for every state and federally that um, we will no longer support people in need for mental health care because they considered it social medicine. 
And we're just going to dump all these people out onto the street. And I know that sounds very kind of archaic and black and white, but that's literally what happened. No, that actually happened. open the doors and push people out if they didn't have insurance. That's it. Um, and subsequently, they've made it incredibly hard to have insurance. So you connect the dots on that. But you see this rise in homelessness and mental health crisis that everybody is in, every state in America. And that was kind of the genesis. So when you brought up mental health, I wanted to know, I wanted to hearken back to the fact that there was a ground zero to the crisis happening. We, for decades, had in place a system by which we can help citizens um, deal with this. And it was a lot less trying and it was a lot less um, expensive than it is now. Um, But obviously... You know, it's it's cooler to say that, right? You know, yeah. I, it, it, you're younger than us by a about a, a little bit decade. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Forty one. Um. So you probably, as a young man, young man, a young man, you kind of expected to see homeless people just milling around sometimes, right? Yeah, like, totally. It, it was, was li- a little more normalized. I, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, you just expect that every like, – I would never have thought that there would have been a time when I would not see someone who's sure. experiencing homelessness, like walking around. Are or, you saying like, in a major city or just anywhere? Because you grew up here, Yeah, basically. I grew up here. Yeah. I went to school out in Ignacio uh, and then moved over to Durango uh, at like seventh grade. Yeah. Uh, I had to – I had to make some different life choices. Yeah, uh, yo. <clears throat> right? Yeah, Ignacio. I love it, but man, that town. Um, Dude, that place sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is It is what it is. And they're, yeah. you know, it is, it is what it is. I mean, right. dude. Anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah, you'd see, oh, Bobby's. Um, oh, down. Um, ooh, that's nicer. And I Drop can the dick. see you guys a little better. Drop yeah. the dick. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think every town, like I remember coming into Durango and you'd all, everybody knew Johnny and I think there was maybe one other guy, um, he was a Native American guy, but it was always like just that. It was like you'd, the two guys that you knew in town who were like probably homeless and and it seemed like everybody was like cool with that. And yeah. Like, yeah, hey man, how's it going? But then as soon as it starts to get to a point where it's just random people that people don't know. Do you, and the do you remember can't assimilate it a time like a like a year where that felt like that that shifted? I would honestly I would say I feel like it's shifted in the past maybe like 5 years. Oh yeah. Oh wow. It's been okay. really okay. especially here in Colorado. I can't wow. speak for anyone else. Do you yeah, guys yeah, know yeah. that I work for Colorado Coalition for yeah. the Homeless? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so so we that's a, why we're having this. That's how we're having this conversation. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was just all serendipitous. No, 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 no. no. You guys know what you're doing. Fucking a right, okay. brother. Uh, pros. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unpaid I think pros. Unpaid pros. Unpaid pros. Uh, no, you get them wagon wheel bucks. Don't don't count that hey, out, brother. fellas. Oh, that keeps the lights on. Redeemable. <laughs> Redeemable. I'm not sure if that is tr- true or all correct. Right, oddly enough, we get paid in Del Taco bucks, That's and weird. there is yeah. no Del Taco. Dang it. So, which is a shame. Which is a shame. Just I actually kind of miss Del Taco. I love Del Taco. I love Del Taco. Please. Like, Continue. So, yeah, please. No, no, no. When did you see that sea change happen? I, I think, honestly, it was the last few years, I think, between the housing crisis in 08 yeah. 
and fuck COVID. Yeah. Like between those two big, big, big events, right? A bunch of stuff happened. So after 08, a lot of people who were basically they couldn't afford these houses that they were buying, they all had to go and find stuff. So now they're housing insecure. It takes a while for people to become housing secure once again. Right? 100%. So now you've got like this kind of this large population that's that's kind of right on the edge of man, I if as long as as long as I don't get sick or as long as the you know the, nothing happens with the kid, I can work this many hours and I can pay rent. Like that's right. where people are at, right? So it's almost like like they got about 30 days at any given yeah, time. Man. And then imagine that something goes a little bit wrong. And, God forbid. And, and Your transmission like, oh. blows up. Exactly. You know, I got to have a car. I got to be able to right. get to work. Right. right. So the car becomes a priority. So then now maybe you know you maybe you lose your house and you stay with friends and that works for a little while. But eventually people are going to, all right, time to, time to move on. And it just, it, it, it it becomes harder to bounce back from these Amen. situations. So then you're couch surfing and you start bouncing around there. And then the next thing you know, maybe your stuff gets stolen because you got to stay in your car. Yeah, man. Like, that's a real, that's real, bro. Yeah. And then that shit happens all the time. Maybe you're freezing cold because maybe your windows are busted and you can't, you can't afford to heat your car all night. So then you start drinking. You know, I mean, there's like, you know, just to like, stay warm. Right. I'm not saying that one Amen. thing happens first, but I'm like, no, no, no. Like, they, a lot of talk. There's a, always a lot of talk about mental health, and I completely get that. And I think that's, I think that's a large portion of the issue around homelessness. But it almost, it becomes we like create an issue in people. We create a mental illness, like insecurity. Issue. Yeah, exactly. So then people get more scared, and they get more set in their ways, and desperate, and, and desperate, and then they, things start going even worse. Yeah, and then you you. You're on the street, and the cops take your stuff, and that's a wrap. Yeah, and that's it. And, now and then you're, you're angry and drunk, and yeah, now exactly. you're really spiraling. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, it's man. hard to find your way out of that. Um, and I really do think that a lot of it starts with having a place that you can call your own, whatever that. One hundred percent. Whatever that is. A lot of people are going to, you know, want to live that van life. I want to. I want to live in a tiny house. I want to. You know. I, I want to two-bedroom apartment, you know, whatever. Right. right. So we got to be better about the resources that we have available, and we also have to be better with the way that we distribute the resources. You allocate them. To make yeah. sure that it's, like, equitable for everybody, basically. Understood. That's the guy. Yeah. And anyway. it's, it's interesting that you're here. My, my wife just took on a job where she is, like, the number two at MANA. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, they use and, our, our system. Go man go. Man Soup and Kitchen, baby. There you go. Um, great folks. Doing great work. Amazing. Uh, by the way. Pantry um, set up for a kitchen. Like, it, you imagine fuck. just having the ability to choose your own food. Um, it's not makes you, you in a box. Human. Yes. And yes. Um, that that system that they have, uh, by virtue of uh, allowing for showers for people. Yeah. Allowing for a uh, paying for hotels, yeah, for people every day. Uh, she's writing checks for somebody to stay in a hotel for a month. Yeah, think about that being on the streets and being somewhere for a month just to reset and reload. Now, a lot of these people do have issues that extend far beyond a month. Of course, and <clears throat> the problem is it feels like a lot of the times, and speaking with her about 
those troubles. Yeah, it feels like it's a it's a band aid. Yeah, and I'm sure that's frustrating for what you do. Sure, it's frustrating for what she does. Yeah, there's no long term care option. Yeah, and with mental health, that's all it's about. It's yeah. easy to. Take the fire away from the hand so you don't burn yourself. Right. There's a lot of that. And that's great. Yeah. But there's also upkeep of medicine. Yeah. Making sure those people are are taking their prescribed medicine. Yeah. Doing those right things, regardless of all the options that they've been given. Yeah. Um, but it, it feels like we are just, we're, the, the help is there. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like anybody wants to... Um, do long-term care right by virtue of some of the people that need it <laughs> it's so funny that you say that and Why? just like the way that basically it all comes back to the way that we fund all this stuff like okay there's, there's federal funding tell me tax, about it tax money uh and it comes in basically annual grants right and you have to like show results Based on the money that you've been given, exactly. Right? Feed the kitty, the, get the kitty. Exactly. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very much like the military. You got to use it or you lose it, right? And so there's not. I, I, we don't even give folks like Mana Soup Kitchen a good opportunity to even think long term because their funding is short term. Right. So they have right. to think about short term right. solutions, or they or they don't get it. Or they now don't they don't have it. a garden, exactly, and they don't have showers, exactly. And they don't have yeah. yeah. So unless I get it. even our our funding structures become more long term and more understanding that, and to, like you got to get somebody like barely barely in something that they feel safe, and then you can start to figure out how to deal with mental health and and there's a million things that we can do there that I'm sure you guys do too to try to like. That we all that maybe if we're not having to worry about what where am I going to sleep next week? Like, See, then you can. It's funny when you approach it like that. Yeah. When you're approaching mental health, is when you say somebody's in need of mental health. Immediately, your mind goes, "Oh, they're going to see a shrink. Right. They're going to see a therapist." Right. But these are people that haven't had a shower in two weeks and haven't eaten in four days and have <laughs> delusions. Yeah. And th- this isn't. Going to see a therapist, you know, you're not sitting on a couch, you know. Yeah. Um, this is not that. To Very, get to yeah. that point takes a tremendous amount of output. Absolutely. Well, um, it's, it's something we don't talk about a lot with mental health is like, obviously, there are people that just have, uh, we have schizophrenics and bipolar people. And yeah. Like, people that need medicated and that need, but we don't talk about like the external, I mean, you brought up like. The pandemic, the pandemic yeah. mentally taxed oh my God. people in so many different Everybody. ways. Yeah. And it's not just like... I felt I mean, like I got out unscathed. I, I see other yeah. people and I'm just like... Yeah, oh. they got scathed. They yeah. got scathed. Yeah. Scathed pretty hard. Like, yeah. Fuck. And we don't talk enough about like, well, when we're always in some sort of economic crises... <laughs> in our life, yeah. how that affects your mental health. That's yeah. always going to weigh on your mind. Like, sure. I mean, I can speak for myself. Like in the last year and a half, I've money has been an issue in my life. Yeah. I have you're no not, a, and you're not alone in that. You know That's what I mean? Not no, a, definitely that, not. Yeah, like even for smart professionals, this isn't like, you know, I'm working at, you know, and I'm not disparaging people that work at fast food or any, that's a harder job than I do. And I know because I've done it. I get it. 
But what I'm saying is even those things that would be considered blasé hourly jobs have turned into a hellscape uh, for people, um, yeah. just mentally. Yeah. It, it, it's The juice is not worth the squeeze anymore hourly for people. And yeah. so you see this huge abandonment, and that's part of it as well. It's we're not taking care of, of our people. These are our people. Right. This is who is our community. Yeah. And the fact that we're, we're, we're refusing to pay them livable wages and making them feel less than, and you couple that with a, maybe a minor little sous-son yeah, of mental health yeah. issue, and that metastasizes due to conditions, and then there's nowhere to turn. Yeah. Because you're not nuts. You're not, you're not, I'm sorry to use that term. That's very rude to me. How dare you. <laughs> but you're not, but no, but honestly, you're not, yeah. you're not, a, a bad person. You're in a place where you just feel like there's nowhere to turn. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. It's completely and, and, understandable. And, right? Yeah. And but there's, it feels like there's nowhere, right? That you can go anymore. And there, we used to have systems set up for that. Yeah. We used to have places to go. Yeah. And now we don't. Yeah. And it wasn't like we never did this. This isn't new. Yeah. We just have to get back to. What we were doing? Well, it's interesting. We're we're like these middle class pastoral, you know, small town guys, right? Handsome. So it's like, what do we do? For Super mental health? sexy, by the so, way. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hot in here. When you talk to people about mental health, mostly you're going to be like, well, why don't you take a yoga class? Just why fix are, it. Yeah. Fix it. Do yoga. Do smoke some weed. You know what you need to do. do, do take eat, a walk. Eat some yeah. kale. Yeah. You know. And, and I'm like, first of all, the walk thing. Homeless people take a lot of walks. <laughs> they walk more than you do. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Yeah, you they're know? getting their steps in. So. Yeah, they're yeah. getting their steps in, my yeah. dear. Yeah. They're getting their steps in. So yeah. like, maybe, too. Maybe taking a walk isn't the answer necessarily. Would, may, let me ask no. you. Let me cut to the quick. What would you like to see, Denny? Just oh, short man. term. Short term. I know long term is like lofty and it involves a lot of steps in between, but my, if if you could galvanize something in the next oh, fiscal dude. quarter, what would it be? Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> okay. This is maybe weird. Maybe it's not. No, it isn't. Uh, okay. I so mean, you're weird. My, I am fucking, I am weird, you but I think weird, a lot dude. about a lot of this kind I of shit. I know you do. Uh, so if I could fucking wave a magic wand in and and like nothing else changes but I get this one thing, yeah, I would require a year of national service for everyone who's 16 years old. That in was, what regard? I would say you got to do something. Every one of you every one of you is going to go and do a job of some kind. But, but what kind of stuff do you like to do? And let's start figuring it out. Oh, okay. I want to uh, I, I maybe I have more of a pro- proclivity towards building stuff. So okay, let's work. Let's work on some trail projects and whatever. yeah, whatever that might look like. Right. I'm more interested in animals. Okay, we're gonna you know if we're doing all these like trail things and saying we're gonna need like people to work with animals and horses and that kind of stuff. All kinds of different things. I could say I want to go try the military, which I absolutely would have done when I was 16. I would have said I will go try it for a year. Well, because and I would have realized that I didn't that you didn't like it. it. Yeah, right. And and you being a 
ranger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kept going. I mean, I didn't fucking quit. I well, I mean, because I you're a psychopath. Quitting. Yeah, because I'm a crazy person. Yeah, I'm like, well, I can't fucking quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> until my contract was up, and then I was fucking out of there. And then yeah, I'm out right. of there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. Um, no, I just I think that if everybody just had something to do, it would help give us as Americans like a little bit of pride yeah. and we, then you could say hey what'd you do for your year you know and well and Clinton I don't dislike something. that Clinton, sounds like some shit that Clinton would do Clinton and, tried some he and I immediately was, hate it when you say that Clinton I know but it, <laughs> he had AmeriCorps Forget let's it. AmeriCorps I, yes yeah and which AmeriCorps was, was, no go ahead no 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 you tell uh, me uh, AmeriCorps was just designed to be kind of a national service idea mm-hmm. it was like um, you know Peace Corps yeah, domestically, like yeah. Where you could go to the, go to West Virginia and dig a well or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or but it was mostly it turned out to just be like volunteer to soup kitchen. But you know, all yeah. those. Yeah, and by like, the way, I'm not denigrating those things. No, yeah. no, no. You it know felt like I mean? poor kids, and then it also became like an alternative to jail. Yeah, it did. So it, yes, it, it felt like it was punishment, um, which is not supposed to be the the idea of it. Right? But you know the military was treated the same way for uh, decades. Dude, still yeah. is. Go yeah. to the army, you go either to jail. do fucking sign up or go to jail. Yeah, they still do yeah. that shit, which do is they? crazy to me. Do you think um, they do? I don't know. They, I think no, they, that, they were that, still doing it when I was in. In the they 90s. are still doing that, my friend. And it's are. not in this state. I bet they are too. It's not in this state. But like some kid go gets, to fucking Tennessee. Some kid in go Kentucky to Mississippi. Gets busted with meth. Yeah, and they're just like, well, we had like we had a kid in our basic training class that had fucking bullet holes. Like in, really? in basic training, he like had bullet holes, and he's like, yeah, man, that's pretty cool, though. So let me it ask was, you, I mean, it was fucking <laughs> when I was seventeen, I was like, oh, can you're like, that's please so suck your fucking dick. Fucking cool. They put uh, saltpeter in the food though, so you can't get an erection. So it doesn't. Oh my god! Sorry, everybody. No, no. Oh my god, that's so fucking it's hell. Mood killer. I love it's so it. I never I got a boner it. the whole time. I, I love it. Never. <laughs> Not once. Not one time. I'm virile. <laughs> virile. <laughs> anyway, Honestly, so I, I don't think I got a boner for the first year I was in the military. Yeah, I was I, just like, this is what is happening. Yeah, I, this it's, is maybe it's just too big of a shock to your system. So it's like, it no, is a no reproduction. Really, but dude, there's like animals that you're in that fucking room with in, yeah. in the barracks and you're just like you could hear dudes just oh, jerking yeah. off just and you're just like long. what is wrong with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about this is hot yeah but I want to hear I want but tell me the truth didn't you want to be that guy that didn't give a fuck Oh, that just just, that mindless, blo- just mindless idiocy. Yeah. And you were in, so I'm sure you had some of those guys. The, oh, just those 100%. Knucklehead <laughs> Dude, that was, I mean, I love, I love fucking army rangers, but there, there are two types of army rangers. There are smart rangers and there are fucking strong rangers, and I know that. And the strong ranger friends that I have, uh, you'd just walk into a room. And, and they're just be, cranking it. Dude, four guys watching a fucking porn. And they're cranking it. I mean, sometimes you'd see one guy cranking it. Usually, it was not. I will. Okay, I will fucking say it. the first day I got. Okay. This is about mental health. Didn't I know, and we're talking about immediately about dicks. This is this is our one fucking lever, fellas. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, I did. the day I got to my unit, uh, they were like, "Let's see that dick," and I was like, <laughs> "Excuse me." They're like, "No, no, no. We got to see that dick." Why? Just. They gotta know. They gotta know what they're what you're doing. They gotta know what you're, what you're working, working with? with. Yeah, and they okay. like to give them nicknames. <laughs> really? Yeah. What everybody were, had what a was your dick nickname? nickname. Uh, Shorty Bang Bang. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh my god. Oh, that improved my oh mental my god. health. That, yeah. I feel like I've done some things right in my life. You should have um, said that a lot, but it was so amazing. Um, Shorty no. bang. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest fucking thing oh I've ever heard. That's the best thing I've ever That's heard. Embarrassing. Um, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Um, listen, Dinty Morgan. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody knows. <laughs> it's five inches it'll wide. Get you. Um, it'll get you. Five by five. <laughs> five by five, brother. Five by one. Five by one. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, dicks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, so uh, dicks are fun. We tried to keep this serious. I mean, maybe well, but that's, maybe that's part of it. Like, maybe we get it fucking is. embarrassed and we like, oh, we can't talk about it directly. Well, no. It's like see, the mood and we were, we we're were, gonna, Honestly, right? guys, I know you're like 10 years younger than us, so yeah. I'm, but I'm not going to exclude you from our generation. Thank you. Thank we, you. Well, that. you don't want to be part of our generation. We're, no, we're dog shit. Yeah. So we're post-boomer dog yeah. shit. So... <laughs> They ruined it all for us. We were the first to realize it. Yeah. Now everybody else is catching up to the fact that they fucked everything up. So, that being said, welcome. Love you. Um, the funny part is we're it feels like we're one of the last generations to be able to make fun of ourselves without any sort of um reciprocity yeah. by virtue of like anger or anything. We bust balls. We make fun of each other. If you can't handle it, you can't handle it. Sometimes you get mad. Sure. Sometimes you walk out of a room, and that's okay, too. Sometimes it gets a little too much, especially if you really fuck up and everybody knows about it. Sometimes you got to wear that shit and just kind of strut out the room. But mostly it's like, yo, oh, your dick's small, your shorts look stupid. It's caveman shit. And then you go, ha, 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 and you... you it's part of that rationale and that kind of like acceptance into adulthood for guys from our generation. This generation, you can't say shit. Like, yo, dude, your shirt's stupid. What? What? Hold my fucking chain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it becomes like it because everything, they're filming everything. Yeah. So it's all like this, like it's 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 an indictment. Yeah. It's not just talking. Like we can bust balls. Yeah. Well, we can have fun. Yeah. We because we know each other. I think if you're just like t- t- random people on the yeah, street, you're but, like nice but fucking chacos, asshole. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but even still, <laughs> but even still, you can be in somewhere people our age and just be like, "Dog, did they have a large?" Or you just went for the medium. Yeah. You can say yeah. that. Okay. Listen, and okay, most guys sure. would just be like, <laughs> okay. oh, fuck you, bro. Yeah. Like, that's how I would take that. And I watch this you. is 30 and under, or tw- more 25 and under. It's an, it's an indictment, it's an attack. It's, there's no like casual banter, right? I get talking about mental health. It feels like everybody's like very insular and closed off, mm-hmm. you know, rather than being just like, I'm with this group of people and we're all experiencing I'll push stuff. back on that just yeah. a touch. Okay. I, I agree okay. with what you're saying, okay. but I also think that like, it's okay for a, as generations go on for us to learn. Yeah. And, and they're okay. learning and, and there's going to be swings and roundabouts when it comes to that learning process. Okay. You're going to overcorrect. 
which I think that's where we're at right now. You always do, right? We're, we've overcorrected, and we're so sensitive about everything right now, right? Right. So now we have, like, anti-sensitive movements. We have the anti-woke people, and we have all that shit, right? We're just as frustrated with them. You know what I mean? Sure. They're just part of the pendulum of, like, people being able to coexist. Swing it back to the middle. And so, like, and we're going right. to self-regulate. We're human beings. We're going to self-regulate we a little. We're fighting, and we're fighting a battle, dude, because we're inundated. And I think this goes directly into mental health. Um, we're so inundated with social media and with immediate reactions. Like, yeah. you say something... Instant you gratification. fucking smashed, or you get applauded instantly. Yeah. Or that, if you don't get that feedback, yeah. if you don't get that... You revenue, feel like shit, too. You feel like shit for that, yeah. too. Like, yeah. well, nobody cares what I fucking think. Yeah. What's going on? Of course we care what you think. It's just yeah. that I didn't read your fucking tweet. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. right. But, like, it's... The kids today, we're going to be very tough on them, obviously, because we're, like, from a different generation. But, dude, they're facing stimuli unlike We never. We had to worry we, about the bully down the block yeah. and that that girl that we, like, won three streets over. Yeah. And, like, that was it. That yeah. was it. And our yeah. parents who, like, told us to take out the trash and fuck you, mom, fuck you, dad. Like, we were angsty because we're teenagers and that's Dude, what we're supposed to do. But what were we angsty about? We, we were, were fucking arguing with our sister yeah, because we she were, was on the phone and we got... Like, and fuck her, by the way. And, like, you were waiting for a call. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, you was had the one line. worst thing that you happened had one to you. You one line. Yeah. Was like, well, Sandy wouldn't get off the fucking phone so I, so couldn't, I couldn't get my phone call. Exactly. And now they're dealing with they're hundreds dealing. of thousands of people interacting with them. Their brains aren't ready for that. No. my that So my kids... Human brains are not ready for yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would agree it's a in big totality. Part of where we're at. My daughter has a very limited amount that she's allowed to do and restricted from. That's good. Even at 13, she, can, she has a very small social group of friends that gets regulated. She does specific things. I couldn't imagine just letting a 13-year-old, based wild. on the pressures that are upon young people, just go buck wild. Yeah. That would be the scariest thing in the world for me. Because there are 14, 15, and 16-year-old kids, male, female, and other, doing things that I didn't do till I was 27. Yeah. Straight up. It's just, everything's accelerated. And it started with our generation. We started accelerating everything. Definitely. Right? The boomers fucked it up, and then we took it, and we're like, let's just go. Well, we also got technology, and then we're like, let's, we got to make technology better and better and better and faster and easier and blah, blah, blah. And so now it's just sure. like fucking technology shotgun into our, and, and like, and you I can't live I got without the internet, it. like, right, I was like 15, and I like learned that there was porn on there, and that was like, oh, I'll never go outside I ever will again. I'll literally never, need to. never talk to anybody ever. Yeah, I'll never need to. Yeah, so, like, why would I can't you? imagine like, and that that shit. I remember like the images. It would take like forty five minutes to download one. Remember that? And dude, you, I was on the hunt. I was for... twenty five by that time. Okay, yeah, I was probably yeah, I was probably fourteen or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, and you'd be looking for the ones that were the dot gif yeah. gif because yeah. they would load in why? pixelated. I didn't know that because JPEG would load in one line at a time. Oh, you from son the top. of a bitch. You yep. knew more than I did. So you go with the, G, the GIF because yep. it would they pixelate. Would, 
and you'd more quickly oh you know, motherfucker more quickly know if there was <laughs> you actually dirty bitch i didn't know that yeah i was waiting for the line by line yeah God damn, damn it, Denny. Yeah, you wasted a lot of time. I wasted so much time. Yeah, because it took 30 minutes to be like, oh, damn it. It was like, like, fucking like crappy tits. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even good tits. 35 minutes. Yeah. So I can't imagine being a kid nowadays where you have access to like anything that you that you could It's imagine. scary. It's, it's kind of scary, crazy. man. We never had it. No. It's kind of scary. We had and to like at least bonk into each but, other, other humans. And like we don't necessarily have to do that anymore. Like... And we're all kind of being, I don't want to get weird, but I feel like we're, they're trying to make all of us like live in our own little cube. That's exactly human. what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're and trying to segregate everybody in their own little box. Yeah, this is part of it. Like it's easier. People. It's easier to do. Yeah. It's easier to control the narrative oh, yeah. when everybody's in there. And I'm not going full, like, Fuck, fucking... I would love to just play video games all day long and, like, not Everybody would. Else. Yeah. Everybody but would. But it's like, easier uh, to segment people into these definable things that you can then attack. Yeah. Because we're all data points. That's you know. it. That's... But, honestly, that's been the right point for the last six years. Is let's get everybody into boxes mm-hmm. and crush them. Mm-hmm. That's it. Out what they will buy. That's it. <laughs> well, th- that's happening regardless of I know. party. Yeah, that's tr- it's happening. They're everybody. all corporate whores. But yeah, talking to other people, man, we just gotta like be like, what do you think? What do you yeah, think? For sure, I don't like what you think, and it's okay. Like, and that's, that's the fine. problem. Is I think I don't know. I don't want to speak for all fucking millennials. You are speaking for every person, elder on the statesman, planet. millennial. I would call you myself. are. Uh, uh, I would say that uh, I already fucking lost my train of thought. Oh, it's okay, dude. He's on such a burrito high right I'm now, such and a the edible kicked in so hard. What were we talking so about hard. just before? I had a good fucking point. What I don't know. We were talking about hell yeah, fellers. Mental health, <laughs> and we were talking about millennials. <laughs> and and see, I was getting see, ready to see speak for millennials. So, and then I stopped talking. It's you literally people. brought it down. Yeah, like I'm yeah. Zaxos yeah. from now Planet. Now you're willing to sit through the sponsor. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I know how to work this fucking podcast shit, fellas. We're gonna we're gonna close this out in a very simple amazing. way. Yes. Um, I think, and I'm gonna spring this on you guys, but I just wanna. What is the one thing that you're doing right now in your life? To what is your self care thing? Mm. Like, can you have a regimen? I'm sure you yeah, exercise and lot, you. Yeah. Okay. So, what is that one thing that you think you're doing? That is actually positive for your mental health. That you've got to fucking do. Like, you go back. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm not going to fucking make a masturbation joke. I'm not going to do it. You're oh, going to do I'm it. I'm not. Okay, not so I teed it, it up. It. Just I do it. Did, but just I wanna, do it. I just want to leave it. Just by the way, do I'm it. just kidding because that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my shit. It's mine too. It's mine too. <laughs> I work it out. I become <laughs> Batman. <laughs> I'm planning on starting an OnlyFans. I'm thinking about it. Uh, uh, painting is mine by far, by far. Paint, nice. paint, painting things, yeah, it's yeah. the best. And that beca- that was a that's COVID amazing. Thing. You started that during I COVID. Started that yeah. during COVID. I've always had like the the itch. You know, like I should learn to draw one day. I'm always so you know, I see people drawing, I'm like man, that looks like second. God, cool. it's so fucking cool. That's so cool. Like, I have that's what no you gotta, talent. That's what you got to do is you find the thing where you're like, that looks so fucking cool. Hell yeah! And then understand that it doesn't take talent. It takes. Just reps. It's just like anything. It's, it's like, like anything. Muscle memory. Yeah. Getting in there, yeah. doing it, and fucking it up. You got to make a lot no. of mistakes at it. The beautiful and, part about painting is 
fucking it up's kind of the cool part. Yeah, it's honestly, it's I think it's more fun. Like as I've grown, as I've grown as an artist, like trying to find stuff where I'm not like good at it or very comfortable. Yeah, at it. and because you, you kind of feel that. like you're fucking surfing a little bit when you're like it's on the edge of like I'm fucking up this painting or whatever. But you're like I can get it, I can find it, and and like you do, you do, you feel like you're like hell yeah, you're like on top of something. You're like I fucking, that's what's I up. did that. So yeah, that that would be mine. Would be okay. what about you, Aaron? Um. Well, I guess it's uh, that's weird. Uh, I did music and I did acting for a long time. Uh, yeah, yeah, for decades. So I've I've scratched the creative itch. Unfortunately, a long time ago, a lot, like a lot. My whole life has been spent scratching itches of art, you know, in to a large degree. I made a lot of music. I've made a lot of acting. I've done a lot of stuff. Um, So right now it's maybe trying to reclaim some of that. Yeah. Um, And, and understanding why that was important for me 10 years ago. And it isn't now. And bridging that gap in myself that would be huge. Okay. Yeah. Do you like performing? That's all I do. That's front of house work. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been a front of house guy for a long time. Yeah. So I'm presenting wine. I'm selling yeah. food. Yeah. I'm doing this. It's all yeah. the art of presenting. Yeah. So just getting into the, the, the meat and potatoes of what I used to do would be very interesting to me. And I think... People now, like I in my in five years ago, I would be like, I'm an old dude trying to do music or do whatever, and I'm not an old guy doing music. Guy, I always thought I'd be dead by now, so I didn't care anymore. What does that mean? When you're when you're young doing art, okay, you think you're going to have this lifespan. They're going to die, and everybody's going to love what you've done. You're going to go this Bukowski, yeah, like route. Yeah, this fucking this Andy Warhol baby, and he lived way too long. By the way, (laughs) Um, but we're all going to go this route. We're we're going to create this Van Gogh. Like, yeah, um, like pop thing, and then we're just revolution. gonna fucking disappear, and everybody's gonna deal with our shit. But sometimes you end up living, <laughs> and then you're like, "Jeez, oh, what the fuck do I do?" Hundred yeah, percent. And um, I think I think um, not right now the beautiful part about right now is everybody's very forgiving of age and forgiving of um, art mm-hmm. right now. I think you can. There are seventy year old guys and. England rapping right now that are absolute fire. Yeah, like no yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like fire. Yeah. Like not just they were kitschy or cute. They were spitting fire. Yeah. And getting they're having a career as seventy year old dudes in England rapping. And so in my brain I'm like, well, maybe I'm not done yet. Maybe I can not Obviously, with that art form, but like maybe I'm not done yet doing performative art. Yeah, so that's where I think I'm going to dip my toe in next. I like that. The thing, the thing you got to do, man, is just you got to figure out a way to dissociate the audience. 
I, in my mind. Always. I mean, I understand. Always. No, and it's no, hard you as always performing do. artists, you especially. You always do. Because you have the audience there, and it's like, it's changing as you're doing it with Yeah, them. and that should be a good thing, but yeah. you always got to stick true to yourself. Right? Yeah, exactly. You, and you just got to do it for you. You got to do it for you. I mean, that's like taste. Like, that's what being an artist is. It's just what I like. So and, who gives and if a somebody, shit? And if somebody, somebody likes, likes it, likes cool. It, they're probably not going to. Yeah, but they might if you don't give a fuck. Yeah, you just don't have to care if they do. I think giving a fuck. <laughs> I think giving just a fuck care. is a downfall of any artist. Yeah, I yeah. think concentrating on what other people think about anything you do is a fucking death knell. And it's so an hard, artist. especially because of fucking Instagram, man. It's like it's like it's I, all about. I've the... never participated. I Ugh. don't care to. I, I if I'm if I if I do, do anything moving forward, it would be for moving forward's sake. Yeah. I don't care about Good. that. Never did. Good. Created a lot of art Fuck my yeah. last life. Fucking go make some art, Let's dude. Let's go. Woo. Woo. Bobby, you like that? Yeah, you I like, like that, that, man. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Danny got fucking little pee pee chills. Yeah. Yeah, pee pee chills. A little chubbed up. Yeah, burrito chills. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. Um, my quick answer is I'm not doing anything for my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but You're that's talking about it. It's that's all true. you got to do. It's not true. Yeah, you um, I I think the biggest thing right now for my mental health is being a father, which yeah. I didn't really do for like the first twenty years. I mean, I was a father, but like I'm being a father. You're stepping now. up. I'm being a father now. Yeah, and to I mean, an adult, yeah. which is different. It's very different. Yeah, man. And but it's and I. It's it's easier for me because it's easier to interact with a grown human, hmm. and now he's brought in his wonderful, wonderful girlfriend, hmm. probably future wife, hmm. um, probably mother of my grandchildren, and I'm not okay. jinxing them by saying this. They are fucking like ridiculous together. Okay. Perfect like, together. Together. Okay. That's awesome, and, man. Um, Tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you, like I, I you feel like, son of a bitch. Like I live <laughs> I in this Angela house Lansbury. now, and we're like building a family. That's fucking cool, That's man. That's crazy, bro. And like my mental health is so directly impacted by that. Really, and it's really, really fucking. That's cool. amazing. It's really cool. and blop. Hey, I'm gonna let it slip. <laughs> Bobby was like, I'm kind of into being a granddad. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that he kind of, awesome. kind of wants no, it. Yeah. I've never like thought about that before, but all of a sudden now I'm just like That's um, amazing. Like brother. I have a list of baby names for my granddaughter oh, and it's gonna be a granddaughter. And it's a daughter, by be, the way. Yeah. He's already decided. He has he has a son. This. I'm done. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> Little boys are gross. <laughs> They're disgusting creatures. I was no. one. You were one. Yeah, you were one. one. We're, we're gross. Dude, I had a whole phase where I was like, I don't have time to wipe my ass, so oh. I'm just going to fucking pull up and go. I did that for like four and a half years, man. It's funny you mention that, because this is how full the circle it becomes. <laughs> wow, Aaron's dying. Oh, little, um, gr- little boys are disgusting. Grown They're men gross are also disgusting. Okay. Oh, you didn't hear Aaron, about this. Aaron and I are driving over to Wagon Wheel. You didn't hear about this. Um, and as we drive over, I'm just like, I just realized it's so hot and I'm so gross. I just have to go wipe my ass now. <laughs> have you ever done a summer maintenance wipe? 
I mean, I have a bidet in my house. I, so yeah, oh, the is yes. bitch. Dude, it's fucking changed your life. Nothing amazing happened. is that. Changed your life. Nothing happened. Fucking, you know what? That's what I'm missing go, in my life. I had to wipe my ass. That's what I'm missing in my life. <laughs> Did you have a, you had a fucking clean, a clean pull, dude? Clean pull. No. Wow. There it was sweat. Wet. It wasn't it was sweat. Sweat. Wow, it body. wasn't clean. Yeah. <sighs> there was some residue. You know there was. I mean, I know about my own body. And I know that, yes. <laughs> I know what Jesus loves that, me yeah, for. I would know there would be, yes. I would <laughs> and that's our pearl of wisdom. <laughs>